Hi, and welcome to Becoming Less, an Edmontonian journey to less waste, less impact, less consumption, and less clutter. Becoming Less is brought to you by Waste Free Edmonton, and together we're dedicated to waste reduction efforts, big and small. I'm Biz. And I'm Emma. Emma's back. (laughs) And we have Emma who is currently in the middle of renovations. And so we're going to talk about renos. (laughs) Yay. Yay. That is not what anyone says when they do renos. (laughs) I, I don't know, call me crazy, but I love it. I feel like if I'm ever in like a little rut, finding a project just helps me feel like I'm moving forward or I'm being productive or I'm making change or it's, I don't know, it just feels for me anyways. I love, I love taking on projects. That being said, I suck at finishing them. So my partner hates when I start photos. <laughs> now, yeah, I guess I shouldn't say that because we actually also recently uh, got rid of our carpets and it was, it was fun. It was it was yeah. not fun in like a let's do that all the time kind of way, but <laughs> but like it's rejuvenating, right? And when you see like all of the results from all of the work, I don't know, I love it. It's a very like gratifying feeling, yeah. I think. So when we picked this place, the carpets was like the one thing that I didn't like about it. I never wanted carpets. We have cats, right? Like it's just mm-hmm. not a good combo. And are you renting or do you own? No, we own this place. Awesome. Yeah. That was one of the things I wanted to check because, yeah, renos and updating is super different if you're talking to a renter than you are if you're talking to the homeowner. So mm-hmm. I thought that would be an interesting facet to explore. Because you own your home too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, renos is – it's not really something you get a lot of say in if you're renting. Exactly. Unless you have a landlord that, like, you run it by, like, hey, am I allowed to paint? Or, you know, there's stuff like – like stick on tiles and stuff if you wanted to kind of give a little facelift. But I don't know like what the glue would do to the tiles underneath or whatever flooring is underneath. But yeah, there are little things that like you can always ask, hey, is this allowed or ways to do facelifts that aren't permanent? But I guess that's not really renovation. And yeah, in our case, we got open box flooring. It was very nice. (laughs) So it was flooring that somebody had over-purchased and then returned. Oh, awesome. Where from? Uh, flooring Superstores. Okay. Yeah, because I know there are places like End of the Roll that are obviously like the the last bits. So it just depends, you know, how big your room is. But one of the hesitations that we often have, like if you're wanting to buy flooring, if it's at a discounted price is like, is it because it's discontinued? Will we still be able to get it after? So when it's just on sale because it was an open box, but they're still producing and have the rest of the floor in stock, it can be a little bit reassuring, I think. Yeah. And that's what the guy said. He said that if I wanted to do the whole house in this, I could because they still have more of it. But yeah, it's not like you're buying it secondhand from somebody online and who knows where they got it. Right. Who made it. And yeah, that's awesome. So we we chose final for the durability. Mm Because A, we have cats and they can make messes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why we wanted to get rid of the carpet in the first place. We're like, this yeah. needs to stop. So let's get rid of the carpet, avoid spills and throw up and all that fun stuff. <laughs> all those great things that come with being a pet owner. <laughs> we love our babies. <laughs> <laughs> 
never do anything When you wrong. don't have carpet, they're that much more enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> so for the longevity, like I am very much for quality to make it last. And that's yeah. where we, that's the choice we made. And I'm very happy with my vinyl floors. Yay. No, that's a really good point to consider too, is like when you're purchasing something, it can be really tempting to get the cheaper option because they can get super expensive. Mm -hmm. But then how soon will you have to replace that item? Is it actually cheaper in the long run? And then how much waste is it going to create if you do have to replace this thing that you just installed or got or whatever the case may be? So yeah, quality, I think is definitely... And in the case of carpet, actually, when you get carpet taken out, there are lots of places that will use your old carpet. Where? Well, I know that there's people who build like cat trees and stuff who love recycled carpet because it, as long as it's clean, right? Like you can't have nasty Mm -hmm. carpet, but as long as it's pretty clean, they can turn it into cat trees and stuff. Interesting. Do you just find like local makers? Yeah. As as far as I know, I don't know that there's anywhere like officially that is like bring your carpet to us. But yeah, you can usually post it for free, and somebody will be like, "I will take your carpet." <laughs> yeah, well, and that's what we did. We did the opposite. We in the basement, um, the floor was unfinished. It was just like freezing cold cement. So in the last few years, we've actually installed carpet, which we did get from end of the roll, but we had some scraps left over like where they had to cut out little pieces to either like fit around stairs or through the hall or whatever and I did post online and somebody did pick it up but I don't know what they did with it yeah that's the thing is like people have uses for little bits of carpet yeah sometimes they just want like a piece of carpet for protecting an area that might otherwise be like that's what we did in our old place actually because we had we were renting and we had <laughs> carpet and we had cats and so we got some scrap carpet from a friend of ours who we know does like renos and stuff yeah and we just laid carpet over top of the carpet super smart so that's what got it was left. that's that's what wound up getting dirtier right yeah and that way we can just pull up our carpet after when we were moving without having any damage to the carpet that was mm-hmm. permanent. Yeah. Yeah, that's really clever. Yeah, and protecting, making sure you're protecting what's in there is another thing to consider instead of renovating, like just caring for the the stuff that's already there. Yeah. But yeah, when I was thinking about chatting with you about like home renos, a couple different aspects I guess popped in my mind so I thought we could maybe talk about like prep and how to prepare your area and stuff as sustainably as possible and then there's things coming into your house so how to sustainably acquire the materials or whatever it is that you need but then also what to do with the stuff that's going out so the carpet for example you were just talking about is like a prime example of things that are going out of the house and like how you can find a second life for that or dispose of it responsibly or kind of take ownership of that waste that's being created. I love the idea of of people making cat trees with it. I think that's really awesome. Yeah. And it's always like small little bits for each part, right? Yeah. So they don't need one huge single piece. Yeah. But yeah, yeah your awesome. renos, as I understand it, are a little more extensive than just flooring. So what is going on with <laughs> you and what are you doing to prep and so, yeah. I've 
been trying to convince my partner for like a year, probably more, that we should update the basement bathroom. And he hasn't, it just never gets used. Like it's, our our basement only recently got carpet. We have, yeah, it's essentially storage and extra space down there. But I'm trying to turn it into like a functioning, usable, livable, like you'll literally be doubling your home if all of a sudden the whole basement is like cozy, usable, welcoming space. So I'm like, bathroom, we need to work on the bathroom and he's not on board. So I've just gradually been taking on projects in there <laughs> on my own okay. <laughs> until I get stuck. Yeah. Now I'm at a point where I need his help. So the, the bathroom is on pause, but I could talk a little bit about what I've got up to in there. So I've decided to take on the pantry under the stairs. <laughs> also without his help but I'm like maybe I can prove myself because like I'm not uh like he makes fun of me because I call drills like there's the plus sign drill there's the minus drill there's the star drill oh my word driver like, <laughs> like like I'm not a construction person <laughs> I'm a like let let's make this happen kind of person <laughs> so so I just decided to get started and now I'm doing under the stairs, which is like unfinished cement floor in part of it, old, gross peel and stick tile that is like cracked and lifting, really ugly, like 70s wood paneling on the sides with a hole cut out. Like it's just in a really sorry, like it needs some help. So I'm here. Here I am. <laughs> to, to lend a helping hand. <laughs> exactly. So I'm trying to how do I even like I'm trying to give it a facelift without like it's a cubby under the stairs we're not about to spend $300 to make it cute right so I'm it, what I'm doing right now is very like surface only good enough like we're the only people who are ever gonna see under there I just want it to not look like it's like a bunker that's like like Harry Potter looks like like worse right now it's worse <laughs> than that it's not okay so yeah, what I what I've been focusing on is like scrubbing it out, prepping it. Like I've scrubbed every inch of that thing. And now instead of like I always I always look at when I'm looking for materials, um, I check out the Habitat for Humanity Restore Centers, I check out Architectural Clearing House, and I look on like Kijiji or Marketplace for stuff that people are getting rid of. Um, or if I don't see what I need, I'll ask in my buy nothing group. Mm-hmm. So I'm always trying to get everything I can secondhand first, but I love going to like a Home Depot or Lowe's or whatever. and just like walking around for inspiration and like seeing, cause I don't know, like I told you, like there's a plus sign screwdriver. Like, I don't know. It's a Phillips what's screwdriver. <laughs> yeah, I don't it's a plus sign. It's a um, Phillips. So like, I literally just don't <laughs> know. And the square is a me. Robertson. <laughs> oh, I forgot that there's a square too. There totally is. <laughs> and sometimes I'd get confused because I wouldn't know, like, is there a star and an X or is the X a bigger star? I the, think the X is a bigger star. Are you talking star. about like the six-pointed star, the Torx? No, but also that, that's all also there well that that's not really a construction one that's that's not common in in construction yeah no so i don't know what star you're talking about then i think it's the plus sign but sometimes it looks like a plus sign and sometimes it looks like a star Mm -hmm. okay 
So anyways, all that to say <laughs> is I don't know what's available to me. So I will go and like wander the aisles just to see all of the options. Okay. But right now what I'm doing, because I found really nice like decorative wall panels, but they're like $70 a piece and they're way bigger than I need and I need to cut it. And I'm not about to try to use a saw by myself. That's just not going to end well. <laughs> so instead of uh, cutting this down, I just go to my best friend YouTube, look up what other people have done. And it turns out, I call what I'm doing right now drywalling, but Ryan insists that all I'm doing is mudding because I have dry decks that I found under the stairs and I'm just filling in all of the cracks from the wood paneling and I'm going to sand over it and then paint over it so that the ugly 70s throwback wood panels, hopefully when I'm done, will just look like wall. Do you pick up what I'm putting down? Okay. Yeah. I'll send you pictures later. Yeah. But yeah, so instead of like ripping out the wall, throwing that out and putting a new one in there, I'm trying to just like make this one bearable. I'm working with what I got is right. what I'm doing. And so far, it's going okay. He's making fun of me. He's saying it's a whole lot of work and nobody's going to care. But I feel like having like a nice finish. Like we you know what though? You care. I care. I want the closet <laughs> to be nice, man. You have to go in there and stare at it every time you have to pull something out. Exactly. And so if you can open Thank that you, space babe. and <laughs> if you can open that space and it makes you feel good instead of open that space yeah. and makes you feel gross. Like exactly. that is, that is like, not I'm ready a to something beautiful and delicious instead of be fabulous. You tell him I, I'm siding with you on this one. And I don't think I it'll will. make a difference, but you tell him that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> my my army of loyal supporters that encourage my my silly my silly little things but yeah so instead of like replacing I'm trying to refinish as much as possible the funny thing is like when I when I see something in the house I'm like this needs to get fixed do you know what I do Hmm. I start budgeting for it so I can pay someone else to do it (laughs) oh no Mm -mm. I love to do things myself even if you know what i I was about to like say, even if it doesn't always work, but usually it does. Like usually it, yeah, it works out really well. I mean, I I did, I did DIY the cat bridge, which I'm very proud of. I love your cat bridge. Yeah. Yeah, I've just seen pictures of it, but I think it's such a great idea. I absolutely love it. Yeah. So refinish rather than replace. And then same thing with the shelves instead of, because initially I was thinking, oh, I'll take out like the ugly plywood shelves that were there and get some repurposed wood and stain it and put that on there. But then I was like... Speaking of which, I just saw shelving stuff on my Buy Nothing group. Yeah. So do you want me to like to send that your way? (laughs) No, because... Because you found something. I did. I have the primer left from when we painted our wood cabinets in the kitchen. So I'm going to... I sanded them down. I'm going to prime them. And then I have a granite finish self-adhesive like shelf liner so instead of Mm. replacing them again i'm refinishing them and i think that'll be good and then what else am i doing in there oh okay so i call it the alice in wonderland door because you go in like the pantry door and then it's under the steps it like gradually gets lower and lower at the back so there's like a smaller door once you go in the the regular size door and then it's in this like tiny little crawl space And in that room, I don't even know what these panels are. Like, I really don't know what the people before us have done. It's like nine by nine 
drywall tiles with holes in it that has been screwed to the wall and roof. Like there's not actually a ceiling. It's really like it was not a finished. It's not a finished space. Like they just like put ugly wood paneling and whatever. Maybe there's ceiling tiles, but like I've been looking everywhere for ceiling tiles and I can't find any that look like this. I have no idea what they are. Interesting. So anyways, there I am with my mud filling in all the little holes so that it doesn't dimple. There's my partner making fun of me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm just going to try my best to refinish what's already in there instead of ripping it out. Do you have rid of it. before and afters? Oh, you better believe it. Okay, you're going to have to send those my way too. A hundred percent I will. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see how the afters go. But I do like I'm... I feel like it's going to be okay. And so the reason that the reason that I'm tackling the what I think may have been supposed to be ceiling tiles is because that's one of the places that I'm stuck in the bathroom where I feel like I need his help is the ceiling tiles because that also had like an unfinished ceiling. It was like I think it was just drywall screwed in across a couple beams like it wasn't a good situation in there like it needed to come out that was garbage for sure but if I can learn how to like if I can't mud the weird little tiles that are up there right now then I want to redo the ceiling in there as like a learning curve um, because often what I find and this isn't necessarily something that's like reno specific this is kind of an all project specific thing if I have a big task that I want to take on I will give myself a learning project to do first so that any because I feel like the first time so that you can mess up on the thing that doesn't matter exactly (laughs) and like learn all of the hard lessons and figure out like what shortcuts are not okay because like you always are like oh well I'll just do this but like that's not always I do that in sewing a lot yeah and that's actually I just thanks to you for looking at my sewing machine I made a little postage stamp quilt I know I love it so much isn't it cute? That was all the scraps from my buy nothing group. But the reason that I did that postage stamp quilt is because I had a bunch of t-shirts that have sentimental value that never get worn that I haven't been able to get rid of, but like it makes no sense to hold on to them. So I really wanted to make a t-shirt quilt, but like I only have one of all of these t-shirts and I didn't want that to be the project that I learned on. So I made this like super tedious, super small, like super time consuming. Like I learned all of not all of the lessons, but all of the lessons that I needed to learn for my actual project on that one. And like, Did, there are tons of visible mistakes. So I felt like this pantry was a really safe place. But you've already started the t-shirt quilt. Yeah, I have, but I already finished the postage stamp quilt. Did you put stabilizer on your t-shirts? Yeah, I did. Oh, you did. I'm so proud of you. I did. And it's been awful <laughs> to go through. Like, I have to put paper on top anytime I get to this, the interfacing. Because it, the my machine just isn't having it. Huh. Okay. Maybe okay. that's a conversation give, for another okay. time. Don't distract yeah. me with sewing. Let's go back to Renos because, <laughs> yeah, let's You're just stop. Yeah. You're kryptonite. But yeah, so anyways, I think it's really, really valuable if you have a project that you want to take on to try it in like a safe space first. It's like how anytime you get carpet cleaner, it says like, test in a discreet, low traffic area first. <laughs> So that's my pantry. Because you don't want to like, like discolor exactly. like the main part of it. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, so, great. Now yeah. it's yellow instead of beige. Awesome. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. So then my pantry, like the little crawl space, I'm sure it's Alice in Wonderland. Like it's a really safe place where ultimately like it doesn't matter if I mess up on it. It's like a tiny little closet. I'm doing this for hopefully less than 50 bucks. And any lessons that I need to learn for the bathroom, I can learn in this space. So that's what I'm like. I'm really using it as a learning opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a DIY person, um, like mm. unless it's sewing. Like I'm very yeah. – like, and I've done other crafts and stuff, right? Like I ha- mm. I, I can spin yarn. I can weave. Yeah. I can crochet. I can knit. I can – like I can do a bunch of other things. But I don't because I am very much decided that the more I spread myself thin, the less good Mm. I can get at the things I do care about and want to focus on. And so I'm not into learning all of that because I'm saving that part of my brain for learning more sewing stuff and getting better Mm. at that. Yeah, that's so. I, I totally agree with you on the, you know, get your materials secondhand and and the... Mm. Habitat for Humanity and those sorts of places, reuse centers, etc. But I would so much rather someone else whose craft it is be the one yeah. to do the actual work. Well, and I see I'm very lucky and I think that's why I feel like I could get away with being bold and just trying to do the thing because my partner is very, very like hands-on skilled. Like he could easily do what it would take me a week to do in a weekend. So if I get into a part where I'm like, oh, I'm stuck or oh, that's not going so well. I have him and my stepdad's a carpenter and he's already on standby. So so is this like <laughs> a, if I mess I it up, so you, you go in and you're like, if I do half a job, then my partner will decide he has to finish it properly because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, I can't leave it like this. Did. I have to make <laughs> That's why he hates. But the thing is, like, he'll complain about a space forever that's like not finished or needs this or needs that. But like, he won't get started. I'm really great at starting things. He's mm. really great at finishing things. Oh, he just see, doesn't. That, so always that is your tactic. <laughs> that is your tactic. It's the like, thing is, the thing is, like, when you do it for a living, though, like, is that his job? Mm, no. Oh, okay. No, so I was going like, to say, I, I know from experience that when you do something for a living, the last thing you want to do is come home and do it again. Yeah. No, he's a software engineer. Oh, well, like, that's nothing to do. <laughs> Damn it. Totally he has no excuses then. <laughs> <laughs> totally different muscles at work. All right. Um, but no, he's, uh, yeah, got a, a long life of different different careers and talents and skills. So I'm happy to put those to use for him. <laughs> Poor guy. But uh but yeah, so my my main mission though is I wanna I want to do the entire pantry on my own and then that way when it is time for the bathroom, I'll be like, look, I could do peel and stick tiles. Now you just need to teach me how to do ceramic tiles. <laughs> you know, they're not at all the same thing, but um <laughs> I really feel like I just need like a little help getting started and then I'll be good to go. But I think that's a really good point that you had. Everything will cost you either time, energy or money. And I actually like quite enjoy doing this. So I'm happy to invest the time, Mm. whereas you are happy to invest the money. Mm -hmm. So you'll just start saving. And I think that's so valuable. And if 
trying to do something like sustainably is important to you, there are, are contractors that you can hire where that is something that's top of mind. Oh, and my next door neighbor is a contractor. So anytime I really need help, I also ask him. Like I'm very, I've, I'm willing to take risks and try things on my own. Cause if I like paint myself into a corner, I know I have people that can fix my mistakes, but I, I love making the mistakes. <laughs> yeah. I, okay. There's like the, the three pillars of projects, which is quality, time, and money. Mm -hmm. And you can only ever have, you can only ever scrimp on one of them. I think is yes. how it goes. I feel like that's true with so many things. You can't you can't make it cheap and good quality and fast. You yeah. will lose you have to you have to give on one of those things at least. Mm -hmm. And they balance out. So like if you want yeah. it fast and good quality, you're going to pay for exactly. it. Yeah. Yeah, I can do it fast, I can do it cheaper, I can do it well, but I can't do all three. Yeah. Mhm. Mm and those are obviously you and I have different priorities there. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, you know, that, yeah. that's fine. But we, we both agree, you know, materials need to come from a good, from the best possible option as far as yeah. sustainability. That is. Yeah. Like not just when they're coming in, also but also when they're going, going out. out. Yes. Yeah. So thinking like instead of I'm not removing the tiles that are in the bottom of the the front room of my pantry because i'm not sure if there's asbestos or not because Ooh. lots of homes that were built in that my sister-in-law is like in interior design so anytime i have questions i ask her first see like i've got people to ask, i got people to lean on this is why i really don't mind like jumping in and just trying and when i was talking to her i'm like what are like cheap and like easy to install like i can do myself flooring options and she's like you could either paint over the old tiles or like you could get peel and stick and put them over top but just because of how old your house is like you never know and i've read a bunch about this i can't remember the years but like maybe it's like 60s to 80s lots of tiles and flooring had asbestos in them because it was a really common build material and it's not released unless you're like breaking them or ripping them out so it's safer to just put over top. Yeah. So for that reason, I'm just going to do a simple little peel and stick over top. But I guess it's really, really common in lots of older houses mm -hmm. that the flooring will just be built over top of the previous flooring. Because if you don't know, then that's a safer bet. Otherwise, it's like really expensive, but you can have somebody come to your house to test for asbestos or you can like take a sample and ship it off. There are test kits that you could buy, I guess, at like any hardware store. But usually when you buy it, there is a separate fee once you ship it off and send to the lab for testing. And then you have to wait for the results. And then you're like, yeah, I just figure it's easier yeah. and safer to do on top. But I mean, if you do want to actually replace and not just mm -hmm. layer over top, if you want to actually do the full replacement, then that's something you don't want to guess. That's or not a DIY. On. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100% no. That's hands off. That's no trying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was reading online and like there are lots of because you can't see it and there's no way to know. But like oh, they had a list of like lots of these manufacturers were known for for using it or lots of tiles that are this size likely have it or if there's like black 
whatever it is underneath it, like often that's an indicator that your tiles likely contain a set. So there's like lots of things that you can watch for as kind of red flags, which mean like you'll want to test for it. You won't want to try some projects that are hands off. But one of the things I did want to check on with you as well, and this might not be applicable to you because you like to hire people to do the things for you. But for me, I have one set of clothes that I always wear anytime I'm doing projects. So I've got my painty pants. They used to be my favorite jeans in the whole wide world. And then I was doing, I think I was actually like painting, not the house, like painting a canvas. And I got some paint on them that wouldn't wash off. So they just gradually became my go-to pants for, for house projects. And now they're disintegrating like I, I need a did new have I did have did I you? had I had a pair of like leggings they weren't mm-hmm. leggings what even were they they were like flared yoga pants I don't know they mm. were they were kind of ugly to begin with I think I wore them because I thought they were ugly and then they got paint on mm-hmm. them and like yeah now now they're definitely painting pants yeah but I had lost quite a bit of weight since then so they don't fit me they didn't fit me anymore so then I um don't have them what did you do with them? That is an excellent question. Remember? I don't remember. Because <laughs> I mean, I know we have blenders, which is incredible. For, yeah, I, this for was before blenders w- existed. Yeah. So I'm assuming they just got thrown out. Yeah. I just don't know what to do with mine because typically with jeans, I turn them into dog toys. But these are like, well, I don't know if I would want paint covered pants as dog toys. No, yeah. exactly. Like either not. So, and I honestly don't even know if they should be recycled because there's so much, yeah, like paint and, well, yeah. paint, with all that's on them. Like, will that compromise the quality of, like, you know, when you have like contaminated plastics, it'll like contaminate your whole batch of recycled plastic and it's not usable. Like, I just don't know. Like, are these garbage now? In, in the case of blenders, like they go through everything and yeah. sort it. So I think if you were to throw it into blenders, they would find which direction it would best be suited for. They're the experts in this textile recycling. So Yeah, she's incredible. I know. I love Sarah. (laughs) They're at the end of their lives. Like the paint is not a problem, but like the knees are completely gone. I'm pretty sure the crotch is blown out now. Like they've been so very well left. Repair. We can patch those things. I think it might be beyond. It's not like that has to be pretty if it's your painting pants. It's true. I like they're they're disintegrating, Biz. If I showed these to you, I think you would just laugh at me. <laughs> I, I, maybe maybe they're salvageable, but they are. I'll I'll bring them next time I see you. We'll see if they're patchable. All right, I like it. I like a challenge. <laughs> it it will be a challenge too. Yeah, so that's like my kind of like my painting uniform. But then for like, if you're just doing a quick, like a paint job, I always opt for reusable drop cloths. Like I have tons of canvas drop cloths. Instead of every time I'm in the paint section, I see like, I do really thin plastic. And I don't, I do have an old bed sheet that I use for like, weird painting projects. Yeah, yeah, that I lay down and it's covered in lots of different kinds of paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yep. And so even like I had some friends that recently painted their home. And I was so happy because instead of going out and buying disposable 
drop clause because they don't like constantly have projects on the go. Like it was really like a one and done kind of deal. Right. They just asked to borrow mine. And I was like, yes, oh, yeah. It made me so happy. Let me um, borrow your nasty painting cloth. That's great. I love 100%. it. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> but even like, even if there's a project that somebody's doing, if you don't have everything you need, like you don't need to go out and buy it brand new. Like you can act like, oh, hey, I need fill in the blank. Can I borrow yours? <laughs> yeah. I need the mine assigned screwdriver to open my, my paint cans Phil- and I don't Phillips. have one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you said minus. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> this is flathead. That one. Yeah. That, that yeah. one I'll give you. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> yeah, we have Dremels and, and drills and stuff at work. So mm-hmm. I've borrowed those from work. Cause oh, that's awesome. For the few times. And I borrowed a stud finder from my coworker recently because I needed to hang something on the wall. Perfect. I don't need my own stud finder. I don't need no. that. <laughs> no, like how often are you going to use it? So often it doesn't make sense to yeah. to have something. But somebody that you know likely does somebody have Somebody I know has a stud finder. I know it. Yeah. No, I love borrowing. And the tool library, if you, you know, can't find somebody you know. I've never used the tool library. But yeah, that's absolutely a great resource. Or even um, I love that we have the tool library. Mm-hmm. But even places like Home Depot also rent tools, mm-hmm. which I didn't. I yeah, we've never rented. Like Ryan's pretty. I borrowed a carpet shampooer from the Buy Nothing Group. I lent my carpet shampooer to my Buy Nothing Group. Yeah, there's lots of resources that. for sharing. You don't have to own your own of everything, especially something you're only going to use once every year or two. Yeah, 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 hundred percent, one hundred percent. Even, yeah, I remember, when did I join my buy-nothing group? Maybe like a year or two ago now. No, it was before the pandemic. Yeah, so I've been in there for a little while now, but uh, that was one of the first posts I saw was somebody making an ask to borrow a carpet cleaner. And I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. That was the first like interaction I had was lending that out. And then I use it all the time because we have carpet in the basement and the girls. So we use it frequently. It makes sense for us to have one. But I made a post recently just saying like, Hey, if if anybody needs a carpet cleaner, like I do have one and I am happy to share. And I had tons of people replying, like, I don't need it right now, but like, thank you so much. Like, can I keep your info for the future? And I'm like, yes, absolutely. absolutely. So I love just kind of planting those seeds. Like, don't, yeah, there's no reason to go out and buy one if you're going to use it like once a year. Why would you? Yeah, there's just no need. Yeah. You know somebody that has one. So for sure. Yeah, I'm happy to make it available. All right. Should we do wine, cheese, and dessert? Yes. <laughs> you sound very excited. Do you have something good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I went, I went to my partner. I was like, I, I need a cheesy dad joke about construction because I couldn't think of one. And he told me one that was so bad. He just made it up and I loved it. And I laughed really hard. But it's like, I might be the only person in the world that laughs at it. <laughs> So I'm excited. Okay. What's your wine? Okay. So my wine is that I am so damn sick of winter. <laughs> this has I been... I'm going to have the same wine. I'm pretty sure that I have whined about this probably two times already this winter. That it's just like, this has been the worst winter. Like, it's been so hard to get out on my bike. 
So mm-hmm. I've been using the car more than I normally would just because it's either been like minus 30 or slushy or fresh snow. Yeah. And like those conditions just make it really hard to get out on a bike. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily impossible, but just ugh, some days it's like I just don't have the energy to force myself to be on a bike out in this yeah. nasty weather. And it's been all winter. So I think yeah. I've been out on my bike like two or three times and that is it. Mm. And that makes me very sad. It was beautiful. Like after this giant dump of snow, what was that yesterday morning or the day before? All of the trees, like it was absolutely gorgeous. The hoarfrost. It was a huge dump of snow. Yeah, the hoarfrost was gorgeous. Oh, it just made me so happy. Me too. But then you look at the rest of the snow and you're like, we're in the first week of March. Why? 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 Well, and then we've got like highs of minus 17 next week. I'm like, oh, no. Why did you need to tell me that? No, why? You didn't need to tell me that. <laughs> I'm done with this. This needs to stop. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. No, my wine, that was going to be my wine, but then I was like, no, I'm going to have like a, a project related wine. Is I really did want to use that little Alice in Wonderland room as an opportunity to learn how to tile a ceiling so that I could do the washroom ceiling on my own. Mm-hmm. But I can't, like, you can only buy ceiling tiles. In pa- like I would need three or four and they're all in packs of like far, far, far more than that. Oh. And I've tried every single Habitat for Humanity in the city and none of them have any ceiling tiles in stock. Mm. So like hence me just trying to like mud the weird ones that are already in there and see if I can make it work. But I am bummed that like that was one of the reasons I wanted to tackle a pantry was so I could learn how to tile a ceiling and I can't do that now. That's well, my line. Yeah, I yeah, that sucks. But we we do have to tile the bathroom ceiling, so I still will get to learn, but it's just I I didn't want to learn on that one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cheese? Okay. The Canadian restaurant by my house has been closed for renovations. They're just doing some poutine maintenance. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Also, now I want poutine. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay, so this is what uh, I got for you. What what did the hammer say to the nail? What? You're screwed. (laughs) What? (laughs) I asked him for a bad dad joke about construction. He said that to me. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. He's like... It didn't have to be good. You <laughs> it's laughed. true. Yeah, as long as as long as it's silly. <laughs> I started laughing uncontrollably. I was like, "That's horrible!" And he's like, "Well, you're laughing." I was like, "Yeah, but <laughs> all good. I like it." Okay, I love it. Dessert. Dessert. <laughs> <laughs> I love my dessert. My dessert made me so happy. Okay, so. One of the things that we do at work is we sharpen scissors. Mm-hmm. And recently we had somebody drop off like a lot of scissors. So they left it with us. Usually if it's just one or two pairs, we'll do it while they wait. But it was mm-hmm. like a dozen pairs of scissors or something. It was a lot. Anyway, and so I get to this pack of scissors and I open it up and it's all like like cheap dollar store scissors Mm-hmm. You know, not not all of them, but some of them were, right? Some of them were like little $2 scissors or 
Like some of them, some of the bigger ones were cheaper. Some of the bigger ones were were nice scissors too, but a lot of them were kind of like, I'm like, oh, um, okay. And so I called the the lady and I was like, hey, just just wanted to make sure you were aware that it's like $12.50 per sharpening. And she's like, yeah, I know. I just love the earth. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and I was like, oh! <laughs> and so what I did is I sharpened them all, but I only charged her for like a third of them. Oh! So I was like, I can't charge you twelve fifty. Prepare for all of these, and honestly, like the quality of some of them, probably they wouldn't hold their edge for very long anyway. So I was yeah. like. You know what? I'm just going to sharpen them all and just charge for a few of them. And if she gets oh. some sharper, cheaper scissors out of it, then awesome. And, you know, at least she's not out a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was like, you, you betcha. I'm going to help you out with that. Oh. <laughs> just the way she phrased it, too. She's like, I know. I just love the earth so much. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. oh, you just made my day. <laughs> Let me help you love the earth. Let me help you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's heartwarming. Yeah. It was pretty great. Okay, what's your dessert? My dessert is not nearly as charming, but it's still a happy win. I brought my bottles to the depot yesterday for recycling. And I've been like trying really hard to eliminate plastic garbage bags and stuff from our routine. Mm -hmm. And so we still have like a ton of black bags that we haven't used yet and we still have to buy the blue bags for recycling because they need to be unless you're bringing it to like the recycling depots we need to have them out in blue bags so we still do have those but for bringing bottles back we have um like one of those giant recycling bins and i have it lined with a blue bag so that's where we always put our bottles but i've just been bringing the bucket with me to like dump out so the bag stays in there mm -hmm. and this is probably the third time I've brought this blue bag to the Recycle Depot without having to throw it out and started using the dog food bags both as like a bin liner for like our black cart but also to bring the bottles in all of our recycled bottles and came back and I didn't have to throw any of the sticky gross bags in the garbage yay yeah, yeah. I use the litter and the food bags for the cats for their mm -hmm. litter so Usually, although last time the cat food bag got thrown out last time, but <laughs> mm -hmm. um, normally I use the cat food and the cat litter bags for the litter. And so mostly it ends up like equaling out. Yeah. Which it doesn't. There somehow seems to be more of it. And I'm thinking, okay, if the litter comes in this bag and the food comes in this bag, you would think that <laughs> there's no way it can be more than that. But somehow it is. That's so funny. <laughs> Does, I wonder, I don't know, I've never had a cat. Does it like expand when it gets used or something? Like it, it shouldn't. I don't know. Yeah. I'm Maybe no I'm not either. taking into consideration the water they're drinking. I don't know. But <laughs> it always, or maybe it's it's probably honestly like the logical answer is that when you open the bag, you have to cut it and therefore... There, when oh, you yeah. seal it up to throw it out, you actually lose a little bit of volume. But still, in my brain, I'm thinking like, <laughs> if 
food goes in, poop comes out, <laughs> litter should be about the same. Like <laughs> Your cats are magic. They're magic. They create more volume than they consume. <laughs> but outside of that, we'll use like any like chip bags or bread bags mm-hmm. that come into our life for, for that as well. So Yeah. Yeah. I try to try to reduce the amount of bags. It, it just like, baffles me, like, that we put our garbage in garbage. Like, we make more garbage yeah. to get rid of our garbage. And I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> Yeah, chip bags are our bin liners for, like, any small garbages. But lately, I'm a sucker for Miss Vicky's. Like, I, I said yesterday, I'm pretty sure Miss Vicky's salt and vinegar chips are the best chips in the whole entire world. Uh, no, Honey Dijon. Uh-uh-uh. Honey Dijon. Mm-mm. I'll fight you. <laughs> but uh, but the inside of those chip bags is that like silver shiny yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah so i've been like washing them out drying them and then opening them up because i'm like that's like if you put the brand side in that shiny sparkly if you're wrapping like gifts for someone is perfect yeah i get so many gift bags that I mm. I think I'm gift wrappable for life. Yeah. At this point. <laughs> like I have a stash from staring at it right now going, it keeps growing, not shrinking, and I'm not really sure how this happens. But but yeah, mm. the sparkly chip thing, if you want to make nice shinies, it's a good idea. We're almost through our gift bag stash. Like I think we only have I must have given a bunch away. Cause like most of the bags we've been using now are like paper bags that we reuse. Yeah, I feel like maybe it's because I just tend to not wrap gifts anymore. Mm, yeah, so they're incoming only. <laughs> and not give gifts. I'm just like not a <laughs> gift giver and, a, and not a not a wrapper when I do have gifts. I'm just like, here's the thing that I'm giving you. Just take it. It's fine. <laughs> just like this. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Tangent done. That is, that is us chatting about renovations for the day. <laughs> Thank you so much, Fizz. Now I'm... Now I need to actually go and get back to them. Yeah, now are you motivated to go and get your renos done? Honestly, I just feel like drinking coffee and snuggling with my dogs. Well, I feel like <laughs> doing that with my cats every day, but, you know. But I'm going to I'm gonna go do the thing. Okay. It'll feel good when it's done, so I'm going to do the thing. Cool. Well, for those of you out there renovating, good luck. I do actually want one. I have one more little quip that <laughs> when we did the carpets, Adam happened to be going out of town for work while that was happening and i like to make this little joke that the way that adam and i avoid divorce during renovations is that he just leaves town he's <laughs> 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 like if you got this honey way. i'll see you in a week <laughs> <laughs> all right well thanks emma i hope you're gonna do a few more episodes with me stick around and thank you to the listeners who tuned in hopefully we gave you some insight into some renovation funsies thank you to change toothpaste for sponsoring the podcast because it's not free to do and we're all volunteers here right emma right 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 if you (laughs) if you want to get a hold of us you can find us at becominglesspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at becominglesspod or go to wastefree.ca slash becominglesspod for all the ways to connect and listen. 
Until next time, we can all be a little less than we were yesterday. Our conversations are always so silly. <laughs> Just the tangents. Don't talk to me about sewing. <laughs>